Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and in this week's podcast episode, I kind of want to explain why I've been pretty absent on the selling platform of Poshmark. I did not fully give up Poshmark. However, it just doesn't hit the same and I don't really take my sales as serious anymore. So I kind of just want to let this episode be like an airing out of why I don't really focus on Poshmark like I used to and why I started turning to other platforms a little bit more. Poshmark is still an amazing app if you want to, you know, get into the reselling world, but it's just not really the app for me. I still, of course, have my platform on there, but I just don't really care for it as much just because of a couple things on the app. So in this week's episode, I want to be as completely transparent as I possibly can. Um, You guys are free to do whatever you want. You don't have to leave the app or anything. I just wanted to kind of address why I do not take Poshmark as serious and um, just talk about some things. So if you are interested in hearing why I kind of ditched Poshmark, just keep on listening. So before we get into the bulk of this episode, I did want to give you guys a little life update. Um, I've been talking to a couple of you guys on Instagram, so I am sort of probably going to be back on the bi-weekly schedule, just to make that clear, but I've been going through a lot, and I just wanted to share with you guys, because I really do consider you guys um, like friends to me, um, and I'm just so grateful for all of my listeners, so you guys deserve to know what's going on in my life, but um, officially in one week well not officially but one week and three days from when this podcast episode airs I will be graduating from college I'm so excited for this new chapter in my life Um, I'm graduating undergrad went through four years and I'm going to be out in the real world this starting just in a few short months so I'm just very excited and I'm going through a lot that's why I have not been as active as I would love to be but at the same time you guys completely understand and have been so kind but yeah I am graduating college next Sunday which is so crazy for me to think about because I'm like what is going on but yeah um, and I've just been really keeping up with my Etsy lately, but my sales have slowed down a little bit. I've been really stressed out with school, having to get in my final assignments and, you know, making sure everything is ordered, doing my senior photos, sending out announcements. So much goes into graduation season, as some of you people um, know, and that's just really been taking up the bulk of my time. So I think we're going to stick with a bi-weekly schedule for a little while now, and if that does change, you guys will be the first to know. But yeah, I'm graduating college, which is so crazy to say, and I love it. I absolutely love it with my entire heart, and I'm just so excited to see Um, where I go next. Um, And part of me wants to continue my reselling business. 
part of me wants to, you know, use the degree that I got. I really don't know what decision I'm going to make, but as my mom has been telling me for the last few weeks, just because you feel like you have to, you don't have to. Everything in life is just, you just take it chill um, and just figure out what you want to do when you get to that point in your life. So we're going to figure it all out, but I just wanted to give you guys a cool little update on how I'm doing, what I'm doing, and what is next for me. So um, yeah, but let's get into the episode of why you even clicked on this because you guys, um, a lot of you guys are sellers on Poshmark. And I'm fully aware of that. Poshmark is still an amazing app. But I would say in the last couple of years, I would say in the last two years, really since the pandemic started, I kind of fell out of love with Poshmark. I, of course, sell on Poshmark. However, my biggest thing, I just don't really try to focus on listing all the things that you have to do on Poshmark. My biggest breadwinner and most of my income comes from Etsy, so it is natural that I have devoted majority of my time to Etsy. Um, and with that being said, Poshmark is just, it's more of a hassle. Um, I don't know if any of you guys sell on Etsy, but if you sell on Etsy, you post that listing and that's all you really have to do. Um, the thing I don't really care for with Poshmark is that you have to continue and continue and continue to refresh to get your items noticed. Um, sometimes it feels like no matter what you do, it's still not getting engagement. It's still not getting likes. It's still not getting people to come to it. Um, and you just have to put so much time and energy into Poshmark. And as somebody who is not doing this full time, who is also balancing school, I just don't have that much time to be able to focus on an app and refresh every couple of hours and update my listings as I used to. Don't get me wrong, um, Poshmark is still a really good app, but it is a lot harder to manage than some others, other platforms when it comes to selling. I just, I don't get as many hits. I don't get as much engagement on Poshmark. And I know there are things I can change. I can always change my captions, this, that, and the other. But it's just not my focus because it is so time-consuming compared to the other ones. Um, For example, I have really kind of been leaning into, aside from Etsy, I really kind of lean into Depop or I lean into Curtsy. Curtsy, the way to boost your thing is just to click one button that says promote, drop it a little bit, and then boom. Um, Depop, you do have to refresh it, but you don't have to refresh it as often as you would on, say, Poshmark. Um, And with that being said, I just kind of feel like with those platforms, with what I'm selling, I target more towards that demographic. So that's another thing too. Um, right now listed, I have tote bags, I have sunglasses, I have sweatshirts, I have t-shirts, all that kind of thing that are mainly targeted for a specific demographic of people. Poshmark is not, there are some things I have that would fit in the demographic, but for the most part, Poshmark is not the target audience that I am looking to reach. Um, Just because I know what I like, what is in style, what I see, and what is available to me in the city that I live in, I tend to just make sure that I am selling to 
um, maybe millennial women and maybe Generation Z women, but for the most part, not that much to the older generation. It's just not something that I really look for. I look for things that catch my eye and I sell toward catering towards that. And with Poshmark, Poshmark is really a big app for different generations across the board. But with Curtsy, it's specifically curated for Gen Z women. Depop is a lot curated towards Gen Z slash millennial people. Um, So that's why I kind of focus on those because I know what I'm selling. I know what I have in my closet. I know what I have in my inventory. And it just tends to be in the demographics that fits with Curtsy and Depop and just not so much Poshmark. So um, that's just one big reason that I kind of lay low on Poshmark is because of the fact that I just don't really have much to sell towards the Poshmark demographic. Another reason why I just am not the biggest fan of Poshmark like I used to be is because of customer service things. Um, Nothing specifically in the last few weeks that has made, you know, this decision and made me kind of resent it. But just in the past, I've had so many different issues with Poshmark cases and the customer service of Poshmark, where it is clear as day, 100%, nothing my fault. It's just the buyer. Um, And Poshmark will side with them just because they want to keep the buyer. And I just, I really don't, I don't like companies like that where they side with the buyer first and not the seller because the seller is truly where you're getting the money from. The seller has to put the stuff up there for anybody to buy anything. Um, And I feel like Poshmark for a while now has just been that company that really just wants to curate what kind of sellers they have and boost certain kind of sellers that they have and other ones they kind of just ditch them and always side with buyers. And I've just had so many different instances. There was one time I had, um, I was selling a dress and the dress was perfectly fine, literally perfectly fine, new with tags, everything. And the customer said that the dress ripped when she put it on. And I'm like, the dress ripped when she put it on, which means it was perfectly fine when she got it. If the dress doesn't fit you, whatever, that can rip a dress. How is it my fault that the person ripped the dress? Whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But Poshmark siding with her was just like kind of a slap in the face and like, really? Um, And I just, the customer service with Poshmark has definitely changed my opinion on some things because there's been cases and stuff that I have won, of course, but it's still the fact that a lot of the time Poshmark is going to see, well, what did you do wrong? What you could have done better and side with the buyer. And I just don't think that Poshmark is a very buyer, I mean, like very seller friendly marketplace. They really, really do just focus on their customers and that's fine. But at the end of the day, the buyers are really what made Poshmark as big as it is. Um, so, no. Then also another thing with Poshmark is I've noticed mainly on Poshmark, there are so many low ballers on there. You have something priced at $25 and people just shoot their shot and do it for five. And I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to accept that. Um, and it just feels like 
there's so many lowballers on there that they just don't have a respect for how much you have things listed at, um, and whatever it is. And I just don't, I just don't really like that. I just don't like that at all about the platform. Um, the next thing I would want to talk about is kind of this, this situation I saw on TikTok, and it makes a lot of sense to me now. I feel like a lot of people have been seeing slower sales or reduced sales on Poshmark, um, and I did not realize this, but for so long, we used to be able to see Poshmark apps, I mean, Poshmark ads all over Google, all over any Google platform, all over social media, this, that, and the other. And apparently Poshmark's had a contract with Google for advertisements that ended recently. A lot of people have say, have been saying that Poshmark is just not being advertised as much and our sales are going down. And I definitely have noticed that. Even when I do share a lot, even when I do try to care about the platform, it almost seems like it doesn't matter because there's still there's just no one on the app anymore. Um, I feel like the phase is kind of fizzled out, especially during the pandemic. You know, we had the, the peak of being able to online shop and buy from other people's homes, whatever, whatever. Um, but now it's kind of just more of a burden because you're like, okay, um, I'd rather just go in store because you can do that now. And more people just aren't shopping on Poshmark. And I've really noticed like a decrease on all platforms overall, but really especially on Poshmark. That people just aren't shopping like they used to. People aren't supporting like they used to. Um, and that really has just kind of affected how I feel about the platform. Um, it just kind of feels like the platform isn't fighting for its buyers. I mean, it's fighting for its sellers. Like it should be fighting for its buyers. Promoting your platform as much as you possibly can so that your sellers can make money, which can help you make money, is so important. I know um, coming from Etsy. I sell on Etsy a lot. Most of my sales come from Etsy. And with that being said, on Etsy, I go on Pinterest all the time and I see they're boosting specific items, specific things for sales, specific sellers, specific shops all the time on Etsy, On um, from Pinterest to Google to TikTok to whatever it is. Etsy is a huge supporter of their sellers, even though they are having issues with their increase of, you know, commission how much they're charging their sellers they do also do a really good job of promoting the app promoting their sellers and promoting the whole website as a whole but I've noticed with Poshmark it's almost like Poshmark China kind of is getting comfortable with being the number one to the point where they might ruin themselves and get themselves to be the number two for so many years, Poshmark has been the number one reselling platform, the number one selling platform, just the number one online platform overall, getting people to buy and sell their old, used, new clothing. Um, and it feels like Poshmark has definitely just taken advantage of that moment and of that of that popularity that they gained, especially during the pandemic and during quarantine. But now that we're out of it, it's like they just don't really focus on promoting because they were so used to being number one for so long that they've kind of just taken advantage of it and they've kind of just gotten comfortable with where they are and I've been selling on Poshmark for so many years I genuinely cannot count I've talked about it in other episodes I've been selling on Poshmark for a long time um 
whether it be my personal account or with my family, my mom, my grandmother, like we have had a Poshmark account for so, so long. And it's just these last, these last couple of years, I just have kind of resented, resented Poshmark and the way they handle things because they always put their buyers first and they, you know, openly kind of let the buyers take control of how they can talk to people, how they can come back at people. Um, I've been blamed for not getting their package so many times. And I'm like, I don't work at the post office. Like, and I wish they would keep it more obvious for their people, keep it more obvious for their buyers and be like, okay, once you agree to buy this, you must know the seller has nothing to do with the postal system. So how it comes, when it comes, whatever is not the seller's fault. So many times that I, the seller, have been blamed for things that the post office has done. And that's just not cool that Poshmark does nothing to alleviate that and to educate them on that. Um, And another thing, too, the last thing I wanted to really, really dive into is this new update that Poshmark has. Poshmark has this new update. Um, For so long, you would get charged the flat $7.99 for shipping. And... Majority of things on Poshmark, it is priority shipping, but majority of the things on Poshmark should not cost $7.99 to ship. I am shipping tote bags, I ship sunglasses, and that should not cost $7.99 to ship. It just shouldn't. Um, And that has deterred a lot of people from buying on Poshmark. The goal, I guess, was to encourage more people to, you know, buy more than one thing from a closet, whatever it is. But the next thing that I don't like is the fact that they introduced this new little update where you can do discounted shipping, but it comes out of your pocket. Um, And they will basically promote or help your item if you discount your shipping. But as I said, it comes out of your pocket. No one has asked for the $7.99 shipping if you know an item is under one pound. I don't understand why they basically take money from take money from buyers take money from shops because they know that the shipping price is just not worth it on that specific item um and with that being said i have to discount the shipping and i already want to offer a fair price so it's like a lot of the things i'm taking a pay cut on if i know the discounted shipping isn't worth it um and sometimes i just end up not doing a discounting discounted shipping. I'll have these tote bags and I know for a fact that they are just genuinely not worth the $7.99 shipping, but I can't take from that anymore because if I raise my price, people aren't going to want to buy from that specific price. Um, And it's just so many different things that goes into it with Poshmark where it's like, they're going to take money from us when we never asked for the $7.99 shipping. It's good to have $7.99 shipping when you're shipping five something that is the max five pounds. However, for the most part, I don't know if I've ever shipped anything that would actually equal to the $7.99 because I sell t-shirts, I sell sunglasses, I sell dresses, I sell things that are typically under one pound that would not cost that $7.99. So if I want to decrease that, I have to take from my pay, from my pocket, and increase my price so that a customer will get the accurate number to ship, to get it shipped to them. Um, so it's just like they are taking from the sellers, they're taking from the buyers. It's so much that goes into it. 
And that's not to say I don't like Poshmark and that I won't use Poshmark. I still use Poshmark. I have not thought about deleting Poshmark. But I just don't take it as serious as I used to. And I really am not into the reselling, reselling world anymore where it comes to listing a singular shirt or a singular legging. If you guys have been keeping up with my Instagram, I mainly promote my Etsy because it's just become so much easier for me to do these mystery boxes. And it's really much more fun for me to do these mystery boxes than to take a photograph of one thing and then wait for it to sell. I've just been doing that for so many years that I feel like now is the time for me to move on and and for me to do something different. And with that being said, it's like, there's nothing wrong with Poshmark. I don't see myself leaving, but I definitely have lost my motivation behind staying on Poshmark. The app just doesn't give me the perks or the happiness or the reasons to advocate for it as much as I have been. Um, and I do love other apps. I love going on Depop. I like, cause I like shopping on Depop and then I like selling on Depop because of how breezy it is. There are still some things on Depop that I wish they would fix up. I definitely wish if somebody sends an offer, you tie them to that offer instead of they send an offer, get you excited about a sale and then they never buy. But at the same time, when it comes to Depop, um, it just, it fits my demographic more. It's a lot easier to handle and it's a lot less time consuming. Poshmark is very time consuming. Um, and if you want to get to the ambassador phase, there's so much you have to do to get to that, that block and that star on the app's approval. But it's like, I just don't want to have to go through all those hoops and hurdles just to get people to follow me, which doesn't necessarily translate into sales. So that's my biggest thing with Poshmark. It's like, I feel like they definitely have gotten a lot more comfortable with their sellers. Um, and I am not in any way, shape or form bashing Poshmark. I'm just expressing my opinions and I'm still going to use Poshmark. But I don't take it as serious as I used to just because I really do like some of the other platforms a little bit more. As I'm speaking right now, I'm literally sharing my Poshmark closet because I know Poshmark is still a great resource. And if you're getting, if you're starting in your reselling journey, I will always advocate for Poshmark. Poshmark is so simple. It's so easy. Um, and it's definitely a good platform. However, just through the years, I've noticed some changes of the platform that I don't necessarily love. Um, and I've noticed how the app has rarely made any effective changes to their platform, mainly just annoying changes to their platform. Um, so that's just basically how I wanted to express, like what I wanted to express in this episode. I am not fully sold. I'm not fully out of Poshmark, but I'm not fully sold on getting back into Poshmark. But um, yeah, that's it for this week's podcast episode. This was a little bit of a short one. Um, I'm just trying to get my life together and I didn't really know what to talk about this week. So I'm thinking next week we might do the next episode. We might do fun little engaging episode. I might ask you guys to ask me questions for the podcast or anything you want to do, but nothing is set in stone. But this week's episode, I just wanted to kind of spill out my heart of how I'm feeling right now about Poshmark. So if you are interested in keeping up with the podcast and talking to me, chatting with me, if you have any podcast episode ideas, whatever you want to do, reach out to my Instagram at thriftingeasy. Make sure to follow it for episode updates. If you want to follow my business account, it's at the cheap teak. 
feel free to reach out to me there. Whatever you want to do, just understand that this these next few weeks I'm going to be a little, little crazy trying to get my life together and trying to graduate college. So I might not be as responsive, but I'm so excited for this new opportunity in my life, and I wanted to just share that with you guys. Um, and I want to thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast each and every week. You guys are a pleasure to get to talk to and get to know. Um, and I want to thank you guys so much. So I will see you guys in the next two weeks. Bye. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.